This is Patrick Plywood McNeil, your favorite vape lord skid, and you're listening to the toughest podcast in Letterkenny. Not so bad. Uh, season seven still? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stay insane still? <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> Day 19 of quarantine. Yeah. And uh, just real quick, we we hope everyone is staying safe and staying the fuck home. Please stay the fuck home. <laughs> it's, uh, we, we don't need anybody else getting sick because we don't know what's about to happen with the decision about trying to start the economy again so early so uh, do not listen to the muppet in chief please like i i don't know how to ask this any other way other than like nurse friends of mine are getting sick yeah this is i don't know if it's this serious where you are but it's this serious out here and if you guys don't listen it's gonna get even worse where you are like I've been, I was talking to someone the other day. I was like, "Oh well, we're we're just gonna start working from home come Monday," and this was like Thursday, yeah. and uh, I was like, "I've been home for almost three weeks. Like, why is this not more important to people in other parts <laughs> of the country? I don't understand it." Oh, I think you know, we are we are who we are these days, and everybody's getting stir crazy, and you know, I I mean, it's 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 fucked up. Um, so I mean, what else can we do right now? Well, your sanity I mean, is not worth yeah. all of the people that you could potentially yeah. kill. No, yeah, exactly. So. I mean, it's just I think people people aren't understanding. So, yeah. uh, well, because our president keeps saying that it's <laughs> not a big deal and that yeah. it's there's going to be a miracle. Well, it's I mean, it's something. not only that. It's I think it's because they'll say it's not a big deal and then come back and say it's a big deal, and so I think people get confused. Yeah. Uh, so. It's like how NPR isn't broadcasting uh, his press conferences live anymore. Hardly any of the uh, news stations in Seattle yeah. are live broadcasting Trump anymore because yeah. they don't believe he's going to tell the truth. Yeah. Anyway, it's fucking crazy. Let's. Uh, but let's just say no more politics. Let's just say everybody stay safe. Yes, please. Please stay at home and wash your fucking hands. That's it. Listen to podcasts. <laughs> That's support, why we're here. Support the arts. Like this is the time when you can support the arts. I'm not yeah. just talking about us and, and podcasts in general, but like get that streaming service that you've been debating forever, you know, or share your share your streaming service passwords with your friends so you can all enjoy it. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not a teacher with seven different people uh, providing yeah. stuff that I watch in my classroom. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> but yes, and artists are you know, really hard hit right now because yeah. they are s- contractors. Basically, mm-hmm. I mean, they are not employed by anyone. So, uh, if Speaking you ha- tattoo artists yeah, too, yeah, tattoo, I didn't yep. even think about that. Yeah. Like they are legally not allowed to do their work yeah. from home. So, so uh, now here's things to keep in mind about those things. Lots of tattoo shops sell 
gift certificates. Absolutely. So if you go buy a gift certificate and plan your tattoo for later, then, you know. You're helping them now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So, and, you know, there's lots of artists. You can buy their art online. So commission work from them. Exactly. If you want something specific that you were hoping to, like, talk to them about at Comic-Con, now is a great chance to reach out and say, hey, this is what I was hoping for. Do you think you could do it? Yeah. Also, I mean, we know that people mu- are doing that. Mu- musicians, many of your independent musicians are on Bandcamp, so mm-hmm. yes, uh, go find those folks that you go listen to. That you know they're 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 show openers basically. Uh, you know, on a on a Tuesday night, go find them on Bandcamp and buy something for them. Yeah. Um, and then you know you got podcasts like us. Uh, we got Patreons, so you can go to our Patreon. You know, uh, uh, patreon.com slash how are you now pod, and you know throw in a buck. <laughs> You know, depending on uh, how long all of this lasts, you know, we're going to we're going to keep talking about Letterkenny until we run out of episodes. And then if we run out of episodes, we'll uh, pick one of the thousands of things we've been talking about doing and maybe start doing that. We're going to get some interviews and all that kind of stuff. So we'll we'll keep it live, keeping it live. So, uh, yeah, we uh, we finally got uh, a cosplay contest entry one, uh, which will go into since we're this is going to be this comes out in April. So that will go into April. Okay. so if we get some more more folks in the cosplay contest we'd like to give you a shirt or some stickers or something yeah just most of the world is going on shelter (laughs) in place do a closet cosplay see what you have that can make it kind of appear like that character and send us a picture listen the characters of Leonard Kinney are not difficult to cosplay. Right? <laughs> I mean, you have a white much, t-shirt and jeans. You're McMurray. <laughs> you, you have a pla- you have a plaid shirt and jeans. <laughs> you, you got what? What are they? Coveralls? You got, a, you got some coveralls? Yeah, yeah, you got, got a, a dairy right there. You got a crop top and short shorts. Uh-huh. You know, there you go. Figure it out. <laughs> so, uh, how are you now? Pod slash cosplay. Uh, we'll give you all our rules. Uh, also, independent bands. We want to uh, we want to work with you guys and get your music out there to uh, have people listen to. So, if you guys are looking to have your music shared, uh, and we, we will definitely give you a shout out and all your all your information about where to give your contacts. Uh, just send us a, uh, an email at host at howareyounowpod.com. Also, you folks out there who uh, just look into you know give a shout out to somebody else or you have thoughts, theories, questions about a show, you have questions for us, um, or you just want to, you know, say some kind words about folks. Uh, you can dial us at three Oh four fifty. And, and uh, by the way, I didn't get any dad jokes last week. Oh, you didn't. Why, why didn't people call and give me dad uh, jokes? I need dad jokes. You can't count on keep folks these me days. sane. Please keep <laughs> me sane. If I'm laughing, I'm doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh and like i said so we uh, uh our independent bands we're always working with uh our today's band was fi- is finding freedom yeah uh we played them before and uh they are some great folks um they're uh and they're out of where did I say? Uh, they're fr- they're out of south carolina so oh, yeah yeah uh good folks and then uh right now we have a guest who we've had on i think this will be our our uh, most time guest. I believe so. Uh, Although I think Renee is like Renee fighting is tra- for that. Yeah. yeah. It's, They're going back and forth. It's like, uh, it's like the Chevy Chase, Steve Martin thing of Saturday Night <laughs> Live. Yeah. So awesome. How are you now? Good. Yo. Oh, not so bad. Mm. Yes. You, you, I you, want it known yeah. that in this contest, I'm Steve Martin. Cause <laughs> fuck Chevy Chase. All right. Uh, oh yeah. Know. Yeah. I, I agreed, but. Um, yes, <laughs> maybe it's, uh, I, I don't know who else, who else has been on Saturday night live more. Uh, th- I know those two were in the, uh, it was originally the five, the five time club, but I know it's been more than that now. 
Um, Let me do my Google too. <laughs> I stopped keeping track in the early aughts. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember they did the bit about, you know, the, the five-timer club and uh, where they had like their own special dressing room and everything. Well, you, you found mm. something, TR? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm trying to get exact numbers, so. <laughs> well, give us a couple of names anyway. Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Steve Martin has hosted yeah. 15 times now. <laughs> but Alec Baldwin has hosted, oh, 17 times for Alec Baldwin, 15 for Steve Martin. I think Chevy Chase is going to be the next one, but for some reason it's not. Nah. Anyway, so yeah, lots of times. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, so uh, awesome. How you been? What you been? What you been? I know you're, uh, you're having your mimosa day today. I am. It's brunch day all day. Happy <laughs> fun day, Sunday. Uh, jo- oh, John I was Good- wrong. John Goodman is 13 times. Wow. And then Buck Henry at 10. Uh, okay. Tom Hanks at nine. Like we, Chevy Chase is at uh, eight. Oh, okay. Chevy Chase is number six oh, on wow. the list. Mm. Right. Walking back to Tom Hanks. Walking. Yeah. Right, walking at seven. Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. All of them are above five. But Alec right. Baldwin, oh. it would be Alec, Bal- Alec Baldwin and Steve Martin between you two. All right, then. There you go. I'm sticking with Steve. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, awesome. Uh, uh, awesome and I, uh, as you know, are are mods on the Letterkenny subreddit, and yes. we just had a pretty awesome AMA uh, this week. We sure did. We had the hockey babes on. That's right. So cool. Jess Salguero and Kelly McCormick, and they were oh, so nice. it was so fun. Yeah, it was lots of fun. It was cute, and Kelly McCormick has agreed. Uh, I think uh, Awesome asked uh, asked her if she would be on the podcast, and what did she say? She said, "Absolutely, all one word in chat. That's my That's, favorite yeah. word. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. She, yeah. So uh, I just need to find a way to get in contact, or maybe uh, I know Awesome. I think you've got emails for folks or something. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can reach out. Yeah, totally. Um, so, uh, you got anything to plug before we start jumping into Letterkenny stuff? Oh, no, not really. Like, just the usual, like, uh, please check out the subreddit. Please check out our Discord server. Mm. All that. Yeah. Oh, and you're a librarian. How can folks still get, uh, uh, fi- find reading material while they can't go to a library? Okay, so a lot of... Um, Libraries offer uh, electronic services, so you can check out ebooks through them through, say, Overdrive or Libby. And um, a lot of libraries also offer a subscription to something called Coopla, which is a streaming service. So you can borrow video, you can borrow music, movies, and TV. Nice. And it's all for free. You're already paying for it with your tax dollars. Support your local library. Exactly. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's where you told me to find 19.2. Really? Yeah. Oh, it is. We get to it watch is. something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I have been watching so yeah. many bucket list things lately. It's weird. <laughs> I haven't watched TV uh, in so long, and now I'm watching everything. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger warning for 19.2. Yeah. It's very violent, and specifically, there is a lot of violence committed against women. Mm. Okay. But that being said, it is a great vehicle for Jared Kizo's acting chops, and if you watch it, you will need tissues. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, um, Well, tissues for what reason? Um. (laughs) Hey, hey, that is personal. That is personal. For whatever mucous membranes are leaking. Not true and a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) My 
is personal. You fucker, I almost spit taped with my <laughs> So while we're at it, let's talk about last week's episode. <laughs> Nut. Yes. <laughs> so we had, as we said earlier, we had our white boy, white boy, goddamn, white boy, goddamn. Uh, I have been seeing goddamn all around the house all week. I think that's going to be a new thing yeah. that never leaves my vocabulary. Goddamn. So we had our buddy. Uh, okay, no, we need yeah. a new bumper for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn, white boy. <laughs> goddamn. Give me that nut. <laughs> Nut fight Ferda. Give me that black coffee nut. <laughs> so anyway, we talked about so last week was nut uh with our with our buddy Renee. Uh and basically it's this you know porn. It's it's about everybody's viewing habits for porn. <laughs> Well, and, and also it's, it's a t- to each their own episode, yeah, exactly. you know, reminding you that, you know, mind your own fucking business because everybody's got their own life and right. it's okay. Exactly. And I think, I think, uh, so far a lot of this, and I'll bring this up in the, at the end as well, but the season has been a lot of this, I, cause, because like you, you pointed out at the very beginning, this is the first, two, first season that it's been a Hulu original mm-hmm. unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, that, Still no so, smoking. so yeah, but so there, I think this is kind of, uh, this is who we are. This yeah, is what we've been about. Some old, right. Yeah. Yeah. That so, makes a lot of sense. So, like the further we get into this up this season, mm-hmm. it feels more like we've done this before, but we're going to do it in new vein just because we know that there's some new people out there that probably right. aren't starting on season one, episode one. Right. So exactly. And I think that's what's, what's, that's probably what up, uh, upset a lot of the, the 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 folks have been watching a while yeah so I mean, when this season first fine. came out yeah. i was a little upset i was like ugh. it wasn't it's not but, and it's not that it's bad no at all. no it's, it's just, just different it's it, yeah it's so they did it was a little curveball but that's okay yeah but um, i like it now i'm not saying that no like, on the rewatch with more context yeah. and more understanding of kind of how the business end works because right. <laughs> this was a, we've had a lot of conversations about a lot of things letter kenny since this season came out and we actually are recording this episode yeah. and like we've, we've learned a lot of things and yeah. changed our opinions. So, so yeah. yeah, so this, yeah. So nut was kind of like a rehashing in a way of, uh, the, uh, what was the episode? The, uh, the, um, God damn it. Awesome. Uh, hot tub. Uh, Which one? Uh, no, uh, the hot tub. No, 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 okay, no. Wait, that's so- letter. Can you leave? I'm talking about the one where, uh, oh yeah. It's, you know, uh, is that the one porno noises? To, no, yes. it's uh, it's the one where the uh, the the hundred shots of beer. Oh, oh, Century Club. That's okay. different strokes for different folks. Right, Series different strokes six, for different episode so that, five. Right, so that that's what, what I'm I was saying. Yeah, that's so that's what I was trying to get to is that it's this is just kind of a rehashing of the idea of yeah. different strokes for different folks, and that you know everybody has their own thing, and it doesn't need to be brought up in front of everybody necessarily and then you can't judge people for what they like so that's you know i think that's kind of what nut was in a way i get that one so yeah Yeah. okay so then we get into this episode uh episode four letter kenny versus penny and we start off in the kitchen as we often do uh the hicks are all sitting around the table katie walks up and asks them why they're not cracking an egg this week and wayne explains that there's some nut sacks up there trying to remake wayne's world and then uh (laughs) <laughs> there's a whole discussion a little bit of discussion about that uh then uh dan asks if, uh, if, the, if anybody's seen the remake of hawaii 50 katie says hawaii 5 no and then <laughs> so oh and dairy dairy pops in and he, his reaction was hawaii 5 oh look what else is on <laughs> so uh so they all commiserate uh about all these remakes or, or reboots 
uh, that they should just be left alone. However, Derry thinks that Who's the Boss should be remade because uh, that was one of the best shows, and they all love that show. And the whole conversation leads them into doing their Tony Tony Danza impressions, <laughs> which then leads uh, which, which then leads Dan <laughs> into doing his Christopher Walken impersonation. I wanted to know what it would be like to be a crocodile. <laughs> what a boy! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, totally. yeah Wayne, Wayne was I very. Up my ass. <laughs> I carried this uncomfortable hunk of metal up my ass for three years. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so then uh, Dan says, though, that if you're going to do a remake, you have to shake up things a little bit. You can't just throw in this uh, new actors to play the same old parts. Could sum it about what's your point anytime now? Here's my elevator's pitch. Now, we've established everyone loves Who's the Boss. We have. Everyone also loves Doctor Who's. Mm, it's true. They do. So why not take two tried-and-true ideas and make one new one? Doctor Who's the Boss. Now, see, I'd watch that. That's a one-inch pot. Yeah, that's a twofer. That's a tap-in. That's a tap-in for Eagle. That's an empty netter. That's a mash-ups, if you will. A layup, if you will. Doctor Who's the Boss. Now, that's a show. Samantha. The universe, it's a vast and ridiculous place full of uh, uh, lots of unexplained things that we call miracles. Now go get Jonathan, because Dinda's almost ready. Oh, oh wait, yo, hey, wait, yo. Hey, oh. oh, wait, yo, hey, oh, hey. <laughs> so can I just point out that yeah. Hex definitely watched Doctor Who? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Like, do not at me about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, they've all, they all agreed. I mean, Dan, you know, especially knows the premise of Doctor Who. Right. So, yeah, I mean, he's got it pretty spot on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, then uh, so Dan explains the premise to Derry that you can't just throw uh, two shows together, that the second one has to begin with the, the last word of the first show. So they went over, they had Roseanne of Green Gables, uh, Modern Family feud or modern family matters because wayne is an urkel fan including a stefan stefan urkel, urkel fan. which you know dean never watched family matters but i grew up as a black girl in the 90s and that was like <laughs> the greatest comedy because it was the only real comedy besides you know anything cosby yeah um and uh <clears throat> so if you don't know if you're too old or too young <laughs> to know that reference uh, Steve Urkel was the annoying next door neighbor mm -hmm. who was like this brilliant scientist. Yes, exactly. This brilliant mm -hmm. scientist. And somewhere along the line, many seasons into it, I guess they were getting bored. And Steven, it, it, it was Steve, a jump the shark. It episode. was a jump the shark and became like the rest of the series, basically. Um, he made a potion that turned him into a very smooth talking cool guy <laughs> named Stefan Urkel. So, yeah, that that was what that was. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah then there was happy days of our lives yeah uh the D dating game of thrones full house hunters international etc et et i mean uh the, uh i like orphan is the new black orphan is the new that black was really happy. good uh south parks and recreation sesame street legal i would watch that Perfect yeah. Stranger Things. Yes. I would watch that. Totally. Uh, I would and then, definitely watch that. And then, <laughs> then, and then, uh, don't be ridiculous. Uh, Derry says, Derry says he's got a good one. The Golden Gilmore Gossip Girls. Oh, oh wait, wait, yeah, yeah, yo. yeah, yeah, yeah. On figure skating terms, you just landed a Brownings. That's a trifecta. That's like uh, the Good Doctor. Whose line is it, anyways? <laughs> so, um, so. 
Katie then suggested if uh, if you're going to do a remake of Who's the Boss, Bruce Springsteen has to be the boss. <laughs> and they all end up, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, born in hey, the USA, yo, oh, hey. <laughs> so then we, uh, we cut back to the kitchen uh, a, little, a little later. Um, score, a little scoring with some spaghetti Western music. Uh, Katie's standing in the kitchen, uh, dipping her tea bag in her, in her tea slowly and this, you know, very purposefully, uh, <laughs> Wayne is side eyeballing her while for some reason playing with the door jam, <laughs> I guess that's his little, he's like playing with the door jam. Stimming. Yeah. Stimming. Um, he's just pouting over yeah, oh, there yeah. is what yeah. he's doing. He's just pouting. But the, the thing that he's doing is that that's it, like right now I have a pen in my hand in my pocket. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's fidgeting. He's fidgeting. That's yes. nervous energy. Yeah. Yes. So, um, then, uh, so he's, he's playing with the door jam. Dan and Derry walk in with the serious looks on the, on their faces and the, the music scratches to a halt and, uh, welcome to this year's sister versus brother fundraising challenge in supports of Don Cherry's pets rescues foundations. <laughs> so Wayne, Wayne was expecting him to come up with a better, a better one. And the only one, and there he said, the only word that rhymed with sibling was nibbling. And that kind of got yeah, real awkward real fast. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they couldn't really, uh, come up with a, a better one. Um, so it's explained that every year Wayne and Katie challenge each other to a certain type of competition uh, <clears throat> to have one of them win the most money for their particular challenge for bragging rights uh, for Don Cherry's pet rescue. Uh, Katie is not lost <clears throat> in five years um, and all the different events that they've done. Um, so Katie then asked what the challenge was this year. Letter Kenny versus Penny. And the rules are quite simple. Whoever can fill the most paint cans with pennies wins. Technically the Aminals wins because every cent goes to them, but you know, one of you gets bragging rights. And the loser has to roll every single cent. Oh, bugger. Oh, bother. Shotguns start at noon. Paint cans loaded by midnight. And if all goes according to plan, Dan and I will be loaded by mid-aft. Derry and I are on the night shift. Much like the Commodores, we'll be counting every red cent until the sun rises. <laughs> so, uh, they basically, Wayne, at the end of all that, Wayne and Katie sarcastically wish each other good luck. Um, then we cut to Modine's, and Katie shows up and knocks on the door because they're closed uh gail comes out to uh to greet her and they uh katie explains that she was looking for some help with the competition and they shake on it and mm -hmm. we'll talk about that at the at the end because there's something specific that goes on there yes. uh but mm -hmm. so then uh back at the kitchen table uh dairy uh, is getting on wayne for uh for giving katie such a head start wayne says that he's He's, he's just basically stating the obvious and they have, have uh, you know the obvious awards that they go through <laughs> and uh uh, Derry asked him what his plan is. And, uh, he said they need to have a brainstorming session. So they start on that, uh, uh, Derry and Dan give their, uh, their ideas. He shoots them down. Uh, and Dan says, it looks like you've got a plan. I got a plan. Good buddy. Want to know what the plan is? Good buddy. Here's the plan is good buddy. I can tell you what the plan is. Good buddy. Door to door. Less is more. So from that Dan and Derry, not too sure about that, but uh, Wayne says he th thinks it'll be fine because he's gonna. It'll add. He c he can find a way to add urgency to si to the situation as well as work on his uh, his uh, his banter, his neighbor, <laughs> neighbor this town yeah. banter. So uh, that was interesting. So they all agree. <laughs> uh, then cut back to Modine's again. 
uh, Katie hits up uh, Jim Dickens for some pennies. Uh, she tells him what it's for. Uh, that it, and he, he says, "Well, I usually give to Noah's bark, and he's got this, you know, <laughs> he this this poopy look on his face, and he basically declines." Uh, Gail gives him grief about it, you know, <laughs> and um, then gives him his drink. She he asks what what the what the damage is, and she says two bucks for highballs, but today for one ninety nine, he gives him his or uh, give, gives her the toonie. Uh, and then she, uh, he says she can keep the tip. Her tip is the fit tip is his favorite part. Uh, <laughs> it's, oh, and it's, he gets mad about that. Yeah. He's like pure aggro. <laughs> anyway, uh, then Gail yells at the bar that it's going to be dollar ninety nine highballs until midnight. Uh, and then as Bonnie yelled exactly the same, you know, <laughs> to to get off to get after it. Uh, Gail also tells Katie that she's. Uh, got to change the charity name because you know not so many folks either care about animal rescue or don cherry for different reasons so they they come up with ideas different ideas to you know give different charity names to pull on heartstrings differently as needed <clears throat> um so we uh go to the first door that uh wayne knocks on and uh <laughs> he uh uh he, uh, he, <laughs> he they, uh-huh. and they focus on. Uh, he, it comes right in, and it's focused on some cleavage. They, they try very hard yeah. not to focus on the cleavage. <laughs> they pan back to this this woman saying good morning to Wayne, and uh, he reciprocates, reciprocates, but doesn't look at her in the eye. Neither do Dan and Derry. They're just kind of looking up there, and uh, she she's, she notices this and says, "It's my chest, isn't it?" Sorry, my chest. Just picked it up from a garage sale. Real conversation piece. Mm-hmm. Same with my jugs. What's that? My grandpa makes moonshine, which those are perfect for. Can you imagine my grandpa and his buddies sucking on these jugs? No. Sorry, <laughs> now. Good news. Are you two staring at my girls? No. no. Oh, look at you, Celan. What's up? You is. Look, I got some questions <clears throat> for you. I got some answers. Have you ever seen any of those naked gun movies? No. No. Okay, uh, uh, hot shots. Strike to. Is that right? Okay. Well, how do you feel about pet rescue? How do you feel about these puppies? Just rescued these tits a few weeks ago. Give them a little kiss. The tits? What else? I'd better not. <laughs> Say, I'm collecting so that more tits get homes. What's the charity called? You're here at the United Wayne? Cute. Well, I'm just kidding around. It's actually Don Cherry's Pet Rescue Foundation. Good guy, that Don Cherry. Oh, he's a great guy. My papa loves him. Same last name, actually. So you would call him... Papa Cherry. Yes. Never seen Airplane. Airplane 2? Strike 3. Oh, that's something. All right, well, uh, before I head back to the dugout, can I grab your spare pennies real quick? Yeah, I've got a couple big cans. A couple big cans that I use for bookends, but you can have them. Okay. Here. You know you'd have these tits in your hands sooner than later. No, I didn't. But here they are. <laughs> so she leaves to go get her uh, her big cans of pennies, uh, and hands them. Uh, and, and and she comes back, hands them to Dan, and takes her tits back from Wayne. <laughs> the, the little, I think they're little sh- miniature schnauzers or something. And then, uh, uh, I thought they were like little um, terrier breeds. Yeah, I, well, they were. They, they, they kind of. I mean, I, I was thinking they were schnauzers just because of that, the way they were fringy like that around the head. So I don't. I'm not sure if that's exactly what they were. They were tiny though. Um, 
But anyway, uh, <laughs> she uh, asks, uh, she has to get her girls out to tell them goodbye so they wouldn't be rude. Uh, then uh, the boys are just all a bit flummoxed there at the end and uh, and about the whole thing. And uh, Wayne has to have a chug from Derry's beer real quick. <laughs> and then uh, from, from there, we cut back to Modine's. Uh, Katie has her paint cans out on the table with her uh, in the middle of the bar while uh, with the folks dropping in their spare pennies and thank, uh, thanking her. She's thanking them for uh, giving to her. Uh, which whatever fake charity name she comes up with at the time, uh, Uniself, uh, <laughs> and I, I can't remember all the other ones, but Uniself was the one that stuck in my mind there. Um, then uh, Gail comes up to ask how the uh, yeah the uh, the girls the 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 girls quote from uh, the scene in the uh, where uh, Dan uh, Dan Wayne went to the door with the girl with the cans. Uh, they walk into Modine's. She tries to hit them up. They just basically ignore her. Um, so when Gail comes up to ask how things are going, she says, going well with the dudes, just not with the girls. And Gail suggests that, uh, she do something special for the ladies, uh, which gives Katie the idea to call Riley and Jonesy to come help out, uh, what she does. Um, then cut to the next door, which is coach's house. <laughs> Wayne knocks on a door. The, uh, the door, <laughs> the sign on the door says home is where the barb is. Uh, so the coach answers the door. Uh, they have that friendly fake neighborhood banter. <laughs> Uh, look what the cat dragged in better than what the cat coughed up. So that just that, uh, that fake small talk crap that you do. Um, this actually discussing that scene was my first introduction to the phrase Minnesota nice. And you know what, (laughs) having listened to Garrison Keeler for like 20 some odd years. Yeah, that fits. Yep. Yep. I understand that. Um, so anyway, uh, coach uh coach answers the door they have that old friendly neighborhood banter uh wayne tells him that uh he's the coach he's looking for pennies for the united wayne uh so he, he says can i get your pennies real quick so coach says he go, he goes and gets his jar of pennies that he's been collecting uh and then he gives them to wayne uh and then so wayne and uh <laughs> takes off with Derry and dan they're both kind of commiserating about uh the the small the 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 horrendous small talk that you have to do when you go meet neighbors. Um, and then, uh, and coach closed the door and with this weird look on his face and saying, uh, telling Barb that it was no one and then he would come draw draw her her back. (laughs) So when he closed the door, we are talking about that later. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm talking about that later. Oh yeah. (laughs) So we we cut, then we cut back to Modine's Riley and Jonesy show up to help Katie out. Uh, she gives them instructions to go get pennies from the ladies. However, however they can do it. Uh, Katie then gets back to panhandling for pennies uh, from everyone else. Um, back to McMur- Then we get to McMurray's. This is the third door for Wayne. Uh, starts a small talk with McMurray and how he's doing. And McMurray says if he were any better, they'd take him off OHIP. Uh, Wayne halts the small talk. He says, I just can't do this. He asked and just immediately asked him for his pennies real quick. He agrees, and there's more banter until, like he usually does, McMurray makes it weird. <laughs> so, um, so then, uh, yeah, <laughs> McMurray always makes it weird. So, yeah, uh, Modine's again. Riley and Jonesy go hit up the girls from the cans, uh, <laughs> the cans door earlier uh, for money with their fake charity. Doctors without boards because doctors just never have time to play hockey. And so they want to make sure that that happens. Uh, the, the girls, they don't care. 
They just want them to take their shirts off and they'll give them pennies for that. So they, they, they strip their shirts off and more women show up and they're just starting to, uh, drop pennies on them. Uh, then back to Wayne, he's out, uh, on the ground right in front of, uh, Tyson and Joyboy's house and just, uh, just yells out real quick. <laughs> and then, uh, Tyson and Joyboy came out with pillowcases of pennies. Um, <laughs> they and, live in a duplex yeah. right next to each other. That's so sweet. Yeah. They're totally a couple, and you cannot tell me otherwise. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like they're, if we're going to go the couple angle, I feel like they're like um, Tim Burton and Helen and Bottom Carter. They know they can't live together. They love each other, but they know they can't live together, so they live next door to each other. All right, then. Um, so then there's this whole montage of Derry and Daryl uh, emptying the pennies and Katie collecting at Modine's. Wayne is still doing his door-to-doors. Uh, the ladies at bars at the bar still throwing pennies at Riley and Jonesy. Um, <clears throat> so we end up back at the kitchen and, uh, Darian Dan have put all of Wayne's collection so far on the table. Wayne decides he needs to continue because he knows how smart Katie is. Uh, and then he heads right over to the skids. Uh, <laughs> Stuart, he tells the skids what he's doing. Stuart scoffs at the idea of John Don Cherry charity because Don Cherry is a barbarian. Uh, roll chimes in that he's always been collecting pennies his whole life and he shows Wayne his uh his his load uh <laughs> Roald says he'll give Wayne his uh give them to Wayne for in trade for uh for some handyman work uh with innuendos of course uh Wayne Wayne agrees uh we cut back to Modine's Katie's cans of pennies are on the table and she's she looks down and very proud uh and then basically uh, at that point asked Riley and Jonesy uh, for a lift home with the cans um <clears throat> Back to the kitchen, Katie, Katie has shown up uh, and looks at Wayne's hall and sees how big it is and then congratulates him. And she looks disappointed and walks off upstairs. Uh, Wayne gets this frown on his face and is very confused and then decides he needs to go do something. So he's back at the skids. Uh, Wayne asked, uh, rolled about what needs to be recalked, <laughs> recalked, Recalked. Recalked. Um, so, <laughs> so they go through that, that whole, whole thing. It's just oh, mint. It's it's all in you. Every this is such an innu- innuendo in your endo episode. <laughs> um, so Rold says he show he'll show him to the bathroom. Um, so back finally again at the kitchen. Uh, Derry and Dane are uh, Derry and Dane. Jesus, Derry and Dan uh, are counting Wayne's pennies as uh, Katie comes downstairs. Uh, to find that her hall has grown just a bit. Um, and she's just kind of incredulous at the whole thing. Uh, but Katie doesn't argue and decides to help uh, with, with the count with the, uh, that Wayne says he's uh daring, dairy and Dan can quit counting uh, because Katie is obviously one. Uh, Katie uh, doesn't argue and she ends up sitting down to help roll the pennies. Uh, the scene ends uh, with a graphic to don- donate to Don Cherry's Pet Rescue, which is doncherrypetrescue.org, and that's it. That's that's the end of it. Um, so, but, but yeah, but so before we get into uh, the thoughts, theories, trivia, observations, etc., I uh, I was thinking that we would have our own little mashup creations. You mean you challenged us? I did. <laughs> 
Well, I wanted to make I wanted to make it seem like it was spur of the moment to add some. <laughs> I I have said many times on this on the show that I'm not very good at spur of the moment, so I'm just going to be. I can. I'm going to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, <laughs> it would have worked either way. So. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, hey, I'm uh, pretty oh. proud of mine now, though. All right. So, but I wouldn't have been proud of if so, I had done it off the top of my head. So awesome, since <laughs> as being that you're our guest, we'll have you go first. <clears throat> okay. So I watched some really weird, obscure shit, so I apologize. That's okay. Uh, the first one I came up with was Land of the Lost in Space. Nice. Good one. Not obscure to us at all. <laughs> on a trip, a small family falls through a waterfall and finds themselves transported to a spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, even Wait, you came up with a bad... Oh, I didn't even do that. I don't have an, a, a synopsis of all of these. That's too much brain power for a Sunday when I haven't worked in too long. Oh, don't worry about it. I didn't do it for all of them, just the ones I knew really well. <laughs> um, then I came up with Red Green Acres. Nice. nice. Excellent. Gotta you know, keep on that Canadian theme. Sure. Uh, then I did Midsummer Murders, she wrote. Nice. Because I watch a lot of murder. <clears throat> and then I came up with some bonus ones that are a little more out there. Uh, Dancing with the Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Like? <laughs> Hercules, the legendary journey to the land before time. <laughs> the Tomorrow People's Choice Awards. <laughs> All right. Like not not a lot of people watched the Tomorrow People. That one's pretty pretty yeah, niche. Over my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Um, a bunch of kids with psychic powers like control people's minds to get their favorite TV shows. Uh, PCA. <laughs> I like <laughs> it. That'll work. Yeah. yeah. All right. There you go. All right. All right. Very good. What do you What do you got, T? I've got the Walking Dead files. Nice. Uh, (laughs) The Simpsons of Anarchy. (laughs) Oh, shit. Mama's Family Guy. (laughs) I hate... Okay. Oh, I hate Family Guy. I hate it. It's terrible. (laughs) It fit too well. (laughs) That does fit very well. I have to give you props for that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've got more terrible ones. Don't worry. Uh, (laughs) CSI Miami Vice. Uh, oh. I, actually, I have Miami Vice Principals. Nice. All right. <laughs> Firefly Away Home. Nice. And then my favorite that I came up with, uh-huh. Tiger King of Queens. <laughs> and as a bonus, there was one on Reddit that I just needed to do because it was so great. Are you afraid of the Darkwing Duck? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, that one wins. Right? All right. So uh, my first one is a Canadian one. Okay. Uh, a Can- oh, it's a Canadian mashup. Uh, do South Park. <gasps> so, oh, that's <laughs> shit. Uh, the Adams Family Ties. <laughs> yeah. Full House of Cards. <laughs> <laughs> Lock and key and peel. Oh, I tried to come up with one for oh, long. Yes. I tried so hard to think of a, a name of a show with key in it. Uh, big love, death, and robots. <laughs> one Good tree, one. one tree, Hill Street Blues. And here, here, oh. here's so, and here's my big one: the man in the high castle rock. 
Ford files. <laughs> oh, oh, that's fucking oh. beautiful. That's that triple double <laughs> axle right. thingy. Exactly. That, yeah. We're all making the noise that Wayne makes when he's like, oh, oh, oh. yeah. That, that is a sex noise. Yes, it is. That is I... the noise he makes during sex. <laughs> That, that is the noise I make both during sex and when I really like a bad joke. Oh, yeah. Oh, T, T, T. Yeah. What is a bear's favorite kind of cheese? What? Come on, bear. Come on, bear. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> yeah. One of Dean's I favorite have a things. a lot of Christmas cracker jokes. Nice. One of Dean's favorite things to do is when I'm making a grumpy face, he'll make a completely ridiculous joke and I'll like snort laugh. And he's like, my job is done. <laughs> my work is done. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that is kind of your job as a spouse. That's true. It is very true. Um, so I, uh, I have one piece of trivia that I was going to drop in okay. right now. And that was just uh, when McMur McMurray references OHIP, which is the Ontario's health services. So it's basically their, their own province's health plan. So that's yes, yeah, the the province health plan, yeah. Right. So, uh, so that's that's what I'm throwing out there right now. So, uh, you you guys, well, I've I've got a little. I don't know if it would be considered trivia, but I just think that it it. I mean, it doesn't really have anything to do with the story more than it's what my brain went. Oh, that's a thing. Yeah. Um. So when Wayne says he wants to practice his banter mm -hmm. and stuff, that's absolutely the kind of thing that kids who do social skill learning and like speech speech language pathologists will work with kids and like tell them to go out in the world and practice their, yeah. you know, these things. So it just like when Wayne said that, I imagine kids that I've had in social groups where like say before thanks or Halloween, we teach them how to do the like door to door yeah. and, and, you know, say the right thing and do the, the appropriate responses and stuff. And I, I just, I can imagine little Wayne having those same social skill things. And that's why he's like, Oh, I haven't practiced this in a while. I should go practice my banter. <laughs> so I just love that. There you go. I, oh, I did have Once one. Once again, Tiara and I share brainwave. Yes. <laughs> so I, I also want to point out the other thing that I noticed, and I and I and I, I had to point it out to Tiara mm. because she she didn't she didn't pick up on it. I, I'm pretty sure, awesome. You've you've noticed this before. The handshake between right, right, yes. between Katie and Gail is from, oh yeah is is from a little movie called The Parent Trap. The second one, the, the second one, one. The, the, Lindsay Lohan, the yeah. remake of the Parent Trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which like I recognized layers it, on layers. Saw it, but right, exactly. I recognized it when I first saw it, but I didn't know where I knew it from. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's just so cute that they that they did that whole. And then you're like, you know where that's from, right? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> you mean a movie that I saw 30 years ago? Totally. You're. But you remembered sticks in the brain. You remembered yeah. Stefan Urkel from thirty years ago. I remembered Stefan Urkel because I was a teenager, <laughs> absolutely Stephane enjoying Urkel. it. I was a little Stephane old. Stefan Urkel was more than thirty years ago. Just putting that out there. Well, it's probably about the same. Well, as... I'm forty-one, and I know that I was a preteen to teenager when it was on. Uh, <laughs> so, and Parent Trap came out when I was already a higher teenager. So it was right. one that I saw, but not one that I cared about. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay, so my bit of trivia. Alright. Yeah. My bit of trivia is that they they mentioned Scott Kahn because of the yeah. Hawaii Five O remake. Right. right. Jared Kizo starred with Scott Kahn in a movie called Beginner's Guide to Endings that also had Harvey Keitel in it. Oh, okay. And it's really funny. <laughs> and Jared Kizo's character is an amateur boxer who's trying to make it big and he is a fucking 
idiot. <laughs> and he's gorgeous. And it's so fucking funny. He like talks shit to his speed bag while he's practicing in the backyard. <laughs> and calls him a squirrely little fucker. And like his character's name is Juicebox, but his brothers all call him Juicy, which sends me just to no end. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I would refer to, I mean, I, I'm not saying queso isn't pretty, but I wouldn't refer to him as juicy. Have you looked at his arse in this last I'm, series? I'm sure that, that boy is juicy, right? Squirrely, any, squirrely, any person, Dan is, squirrely Dan is juicy. <laughs> no, Squirrely Dan is squishy. Um, any, yeah. any person <clears throat> who finds, um, the, uh, a male body attractive, a like athletic male body attractive, mm would say that that was juicy. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm not I'm not like, hugely into like muscly guys, but I'm really into butts. <laughs> from, from series 6, Wayne's arse got an upgrade. He yeah. went from being like fit to being sick. What did what Woo. did he do a movie or something in that time somewhere? Um I'm not aware. No, I don't know. I think he just like upped his squats quota or something. I think probably he, because he's also in this, because in this season, there's a, a bit more hockey with Shorzy. So True. I, maybe he had to, okay. you know, maybe okay. he had to work yeah. out yeah. a bit more. He's not been skipping leg day because his <laughs> thighs filled out a lot too. Seriously. Please crush me between <laughs> those thighs. Yeah. Like, let me get my face down there. Let's go. Right. No matter if I, mm. yeah, mm, God, I can't even put words together on what I wanted to say there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You and I are the same. Like, butts and thighs. Oh, fuck. Butts and thighs and butts I and would... thighs and butts and thighs. You, you got nice thighs. <laughs> you got nice thighs. I tell you mm -hmm. that. I tell you that. <laughs> he got quiet real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a sip. <laughs> Let me have a sip of that. Oh. Anyway, so... um where are we? What you got um, there? Austin? We're just doing trivia. All right. Okay, so observations. Yes. <clears throat> First of all, the spaghetti western music yep. kills me. That is hilarious. And then Katie just like making faces at Wayne to try and intimidate him and put him <laughs> off his stroke. That's so fucking funny. Her little curtsy is cute. Oh yeah, the sarcastic curtsy is amazing. <laughs> um oh and then like their previous entries for like last year or whatever bone alone hilarious <laughs> great shout out to the three wise men special what was the what was the other one what was the what was the one that wayne failed on fiddler on the rough right i need that <laughs> give it to me from the bottom of my jewish dog loving soul i want to see jared kizo holding up Gus's little arms and Gus having like a fake beard and a vest on like Tevya and shaking his tits back and forth going, tradition. <laughs> what is it? If the, I need it. There's no integrity if there's no tradition. <laughs> like 2020, you have been a shit of a year so far. Give me this one thing. It's like the uh, Thirty Rock with 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 Liz. So this has been a hell of a year, and Alec it's Baldwin only, goes. It's, it's, it's March. It's, it's March. March. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that is the hashtag mood, as the kids say. And then um, the other one he lost at was uh, the Halloween costume competition. Katie Katie wore a Katie Lang right 
costume. And then Wayne went as Wayne's Trains and Automobiles, which number A, that movie is fucking hilarious. Agreed. Number B, he says, you really kicked my caboose. (laughs) And... And sh- and a little shout out to jo- a little a little sh- shout out to uh, John Candy for the uh, Wayne's trains and automobiles in that as well. Absolutely. Now, like Wayne is addicted to puns, he literally oh. cannot help himself. Yeah. This, he this, just absolutely this can't. This whole show, this whole <laughs> this entire show is built on plays on words. Yes. It Which is, is why an it so homage much. to like. All the Leslie Nielsen oh, God, and yes. Sellers movies. I love you know, that they brought like, them up finally right. because I've been thinking that for a long time. Like some of the stuff they do is very airplane and very well, like when, when he hot shots. Exactly. Yeah, he's strike due because strike there's due. hot shots <laughs> part <laughs> due part due. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't have the whatever. No, and, <laughs> and, uh, and like you can tell what has been an influence on him by the things that he writes. Yeah. I fully believe that JTZ has the full run of Monty Python's Flying Circus on his shelves at home. Oh, yeah, we do, too. We have it, too. Actually, we've lent it out to someone. Uh, so we'll have to go get it I back. I have <laughs> digital copies. But, yeah, no. And then, like, he goes on. He's like the architect of your demise. He can't help it. It's a compulsion. It is. I went, uh, so uh, as an autistic person, what would how would that have happened exactly, do you think? You, you, you two who are more knowledgeable than I. Honestly, I think he saw it on CBC and he was like, yes, that. And then immediately, because it's a special interest, you know, capital letters and all. He's just like, I need to have this in my life. So he went out and he got DVDs, however the fuck he could. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, think, think about me with DVDs when uh-huh. we still had DVDs. How many, mm-hmm. how many DVDs did we have? Lots. How many is lots? Uh, we probably had, well, if I was to guess the number, it would, I would say at least a hundred. Oh, more than that. Well, that's why I said at least. <laughs> oh, yeah. Movies, movies okay, were well always a special interest. The hundreds. Yeah. Oh, same with me. Yeah. I've, you know, I'm, I've, you know, you know me in quoting movies. So. I know, right? <laughs> that's another thing that you do that makes me crack up all the time. So yeah, that's, that's, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally my jam. So, uh, so go ahead. One last note on this like little intro scene. Mm-hmm. First of all, Katie's idea of a threat is bedroom eyes. What the fuck? <laughs> Secondly, when she says who's a good boy, and then Hot. he like he growls a little bit and then does that boof. I bet you a dollar that's Jared's impression of Gus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That that's totally his impression of his dog. I can see we, that. We do impressions of our dogs too. So yeah, totally. <laughs> I've got I've got voices for them. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't like anthropomorphize their pet and throw a voice on them <laughs> all the time? But yeah, no, it was just um, it was weirdly sexy the way she like oh, yeah. threatened him with that, and I was like, okay, all right, I'm into that. I can get behind that. Yeah. Maybe she she knows that it makes him a little uncomfortable, <laughs> and that's how you can get back yeah. at Wayne. Like well, she so, does, he, she doesn't have anything she can hold over him, uh, but she can make him uncomfortable. But, right? Yeah. Because and his oh, yeah. his whole reaction to the girls with the cans right? was very was can, very can well, just... not only it was very reminiscent <laughs> of uh, of uh, the dicks. Yes. Noah, Noah Dick. Yes. 
with the dick jokes and like <clears throat> being uncomfortable with them, but also still kind of playing along. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was, uh, I, I, I wonder if, how, how did Katie end up being so free about that? And Wayne gets autism. so, so, so reserved. Autism. I mean, I, well, yeah. I, okay. Autism, but how did that work? And, and, and cause she was obvious, she's obviously always felt free mm -hmm. to do that. And in front of Wayne, why? I mean, why, why so different? Well, I can say from my own experience that I didn't become like Katie <clears throat> until I fully embraced all of the fucking weirdness about myself. Mm -hmm. And once I was okay with that, I was okay being that. Yeah. But before that, you know, and I know that you can attest to this because you've watched me go from this person to who I am now. Yeah. Um, I was desperately wanting to be an extrovert, but I wasn't because I didn't know how to, uh, you know, communicate with people navigate. very well, navigate social situations. Yeah. Without, you know, alcohol. Um, and uh, <clears throat> so I literally was always the awkward one in the room and always feeling like, you know, well, if I, if I don't say anything, then I'll be fine. Yeah. Or, you yeah. know, don't laugh too loud because yeah. <laughs> then they might think you're weird or, you know, things like that are it being, um, an adult with autism. It's very, um, very self-reflective okay. when you are trying to navigate any social, social situation. Like the relationship that Wayne has with Katie is completely different than anything else. She knows exactly what buttons to push and she's not afraid to push them. Yeah. Um, but she never pushes them too hard. True. And, you know, his friends are like, well, that's just who they are together. So, you know, we don't call her out on it when she's picking on him. And, you know, when he's pranking on her, we don't pick on him. Like that sort of thing. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that. Wayne just never has gotten to the point where he's comfortable in his own skin. And so he's uptight and tense about things that make him uncomfortable that aren't what he expects. All right. For my money, um, I don't think either of them is wholly neurotypical. True. And first of all, it, you and I share so much of a brainwave. It's kind of ridiculous. Uh, but there's also, you were talking about like, you know, don't laugh too loud and don't be too awkward and not knowing how to navigate social situations. And I, that vibes a lot with me as a person with ADHD mm -hmm. and bipolar and rejection sensitive dysphoria. Uh -huh. Two of those things you just, that. two of those things you just mentioned are under the autism umbrella. Yeah, and that's why there's a, a big conversation with, you know, capital B, capital C, but, uh, amongst mental health professionals about whether or not to include ADHD under the ASD umbrella. Um, and so, like, having similar um, experiences, shall we say, mm -hmm. um, I genuinely think that Katie is not above using Wayne's weaknesses in this way because she knows exactly how to leverage them to not hurt him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but it's also, it's interesting because 
she is the way she is because she is more open with her physicality. Um, that is something that I have seen and experienced from both sides. Like, again, with like Tiara, going from being somebody who is like on lockdown, like Wayne, always covered up, always holding back, to being somebody more like Katie, who is open and puts herself out there without fear. Mm-hmm. Um, there is... You can do both and be both. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah. Katie definitely has. Katie definitely has things that are very rigid in her life too. And she reacts to the unknown and the um, unexpected in ways that I definitely could say could be neurodivergence. Um, And there are plenty Plenty of anecdotal evidence showing that siblings, that it's higher um, if, you, if you have one child with autism, that you'll have another child. So having two siblings at different degrees of... Different points on the spectrum. Different, yeah, different... I don't even like that, really. It's um, with different... Processing things. Proce- yeah, I'll come up yeah. with a good word for that eventually. <laughs> I've been working on that one for years, one that doesn't feel putting down of anything um they're both uh, in the sunday bar you know per our last conversation about autism they're both like dipping from the sunday bar but they have completely different sundays absolutely (laughs) and katie's probably has a lot more toppings yeah yeah definitely has a lot more ice cream a lot more a lot more base (laughs) whereas she has a lot more of like like me a lot more of the sprinkles Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> All right. So, what else? What, what else are we talking about? Okay. Um, let's see. What do I have here? Okay. Uh, that next scene at Modine's, uh, calling back to like the sexiness of who's a good boy. Gail offers, you know, I'd love to help you beat him off, and Katie's all unnecessary preposition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> hilarious and then of course okay let's talk about the parent trap handshake yeah um that is something that takes practice mm. and um coordination and, and um oh, what's the choreography yeah so katie said that in valentine's day right that half these dipshits were in, in my grade two class does that include Gail? I don't know. I mean, obviously Gail's been around for a while because they all, I mean, I mean, not. I think because, Gail is older. I, yeah, I, I think you know that was my initial impression as well. But you don't, you don't choreograph a handshake dance with somebody that you are like. Yeah, yeah, you're not right. That close to, and probably didn't choreograph it when you were much younger yeah yeah people don't tend to do that kind of behavior as adults you would have been a a tween yeah at least if not younger yeah i'm thinking i'm I'm thinking like nine or ten yeah Mm -hmm. so that makes sense what else back at the kitchen table when wayne is having his little confab to get a game plan with dairy and dan that clap gesture that he does where he claps his hand together and then spreads his arms open yep. wide. We've seen that before. And that was in the, um, 
the date episode with Tana is series yeah. five, episode two, the old college try. I. It's like when he's drawing attention. When, yeah. He's like about to say something momentous. And he's like, look, this is my signal. He's very <laughs> clearly signaling. It's very deliberate. That's a, that's a, that's his one, two, three eyes on me. Yeah. That's like his, okay, <laughs> I'm done. I've made the decision. Now let's do the thing. Exactly. Uh, and then, oh, Okay, let's talk some about Katie at the bar with Jim. Jim Dickens. <laughs> Gotta love D- Dickskin. Dickens. <laughs> Dickens. Dickens. Um, yeah, so, well, like, Jim is, like, really aggro yeah. with Katie. And for no reason. Like, why? I'm wondering if it's become slim pickings for Jim Dickens. <laughs> also, like, who really leaves a penny for a tip? Somebody who's like, you know, really t- so tight they fucking squeak. That's why. But um, no, I just, the whole conversation between Jim and Gail, mm-hmm. where she's like, the tip's my favorite part. That's insane. Right. <laughs> he's like, he's really mad about that. And Gail obviously just wants to fuck him. Like, <laughs> Gail wants to climb that man like a fucking ladder. I mean, that's. That's a phrase that Grace used to say. It was climbing like a telephone pole. (laughs) I want to get his Aaron Taylor Johnson. (laughs) His Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Great shout out to the previous episodes, right? right? Uh, And then uh, Bonnie, her behavior in this episode, Gail has clearly been like teaching her some life lessons and rubbing off on her and the way that she deals with people. Yep. I mean, it's so funny to me to watch Bonnie get like <laughs> aggro I love with fuck, the patrons. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And then poor Katie Cat, who's just like on that bar stool by she's, herself, just fucking starting every she, time. Yeah, yell. she's flinching at each one of them. That's some. That's some. It's, so, it's like a gunshot going off right next to her. <laughs> even at the, yeah, even at the Bonnie, the Bonnie's at the back of the fucking. Uh, at the back of the place <laughs> and over, yeah, yeah and she's still flinching at the ones back there oh yeah no like body is like fully yelling at the top of her lungs yeah. she is not trifling even a little bit true <laughs> she's she's just i'm all in on this yep. <laughs> absolutely okay and then we get to wayne talking with mrs j burton who by the way that's who that is that is Mrs. Tyson oh. right there. They own a sandwich shop in Sudbury. Nice. That's how they got on the show. All right, then. She's hot. <laughs> <laughs> she is smoking hot. Um, but they also, so I want to like, okay, all the the shout outs to the movies and everything. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, Wayne makes more facial expressions in this one three minute scene than he does in the entire series. Yeah. Like his face is actually mobile for once. He is making different expressions. It, <laughs> like the, the one she asks 
are, are you looking at my jugs? And he gets this look on his face. that's just like pure <laughs> panic. Like you can actually see his eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's my chest, isn't it? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> Couldn't you, couldn't you just picture my grandpa and my uncle sucking on these jugs? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And then, like, he, uh, she goes over to him to put the puppies in his hands, and he deliberately squints up at the ceiling and looks at it suspiciously. <laughs> you know, like, he's very obviously avoiding, like, he's, like, signaling intentionally, I am not doing the creep thing. <laughs> I am trying. I am trying very hard, and you are not making it easy. That's <laughs> yeah. my ch- it's my chest, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. yeah, that's. Are you looking that's... at my girls? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, I yes. am. Yes, <laughs> in every way imaginable. <laughs> no, it's just it's so funny to me. And then, um, no, when she asks, "Are you looking at my girls?" and Dan looks up and Derry looks down and Wayne looks at the both of them like how fucking dare you right he's like are you paying shits I will hit you oh hey ceiling oh hey ceiling what are you up to oh being up there <laughs> and then okay so at the at the end when Derry says where when Wayne says Derry give me your bill real quick that is the same fucking move as when he pulled that beer out of nowhere in the barn after talking to Tannis yep. in Great and for Thunder Bay. Yep. Like, and you know he felt it because she had been pushing up hit on him <laughs> all fucking series. And he was getting like, oh my God. He's like, I'm getting to where this is seeming like a good idea. <clears throat> well, and he's like, the, this is tempting and yeah. I need to deal with that. Right. And I love when, when Derry hands the beer over, he's got a big smile on his face. And in, in my head, I'm thinking Derry knows that Wayne is really turned on and trying to fight it. But it also could just yeah. be that Nate, uh, what's his name? Nathan Dales uh-huh. was like, yeah, I'm not laughing. <laughs> you know, like, I can imagine that. I, I genuinely think that Nathan Dales was like trying really hard not to corpse. <laughs> And then what, oh, what so after that we're 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 at Modine's again. We're at Modine's again. Oh, and Gail calls Katie pretty kitty. I thought that was like A fucking cute. And B, that is clearly something that Gail has been using to hit on Katie for like a long ass time. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh and then okay, so then she calls Riley and Jonesy. Yep. And she is, like, really short with them. She's really bossy and not to put too fine a point on it, but kind of bitchy. Yeah. You know, just get the fuck over here. Why are we talking about this? I told you to do something. Fucking do it. That's twice. Yeah. First, first it's stat to get over here. And then it's the next one is when she tell when, when she tells them to go over and get pennies from the girl. He's like, why? Just, why are you, is this 5W? Go get them. (laughs) Do as you're told. Right. Like, okay. Big dumb vibes <laughs> off Katie. Always. And like, okay. Yeah. So you know that Katie has given both of them the strap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that's just, that's canon at this point, <laughs> I feel. Okay. Well, I, I don't know if I would say specifically that she's given them the strap, but I feel like um, in her... Um, 
I feel like she's a little a little toppy, a little dommy. Oh yeah. And especially with those two, she was always the one she was always the one in charge. So I think they just that's their natural pattern with her now that she's the top and they follow along. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, so Katie is the keeper of the brain cell for the <laughs> Hicks and the hockey boys and even on occasion the skids. So like Honestly, she is, Katie has always been the smartest person in the room since she was a toddler and she fucking knows it and it shows. She's the brain cell wrangler. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause they all share one unless there's a competition in which case then it's Dan's turn to hold it as we all saw in the spelling bee episode. <laughs> what? Let's talk about Coach for a second. Oh, yes. my God. Coach does not only have issues, he's got subscriptions. Coach needs a little mental health check-in. Coach is a fake-ass, lion, snake-ass bitch. <laughs> you think all so? Right? Oh, absolutely, because number one, all that fakey-fakey Minnesota nice bullshit to Wayne... <laughs> Like, the minute Wayne walks away, he's like, he's so full of shit, his eyes are brown. Number A, Wayne's eyes are blue, motherfucker. (laughs) Number B, your eyes are brown, so look in a mirror. I have an ex that used to say that to me because my eyes are brown. So, so. Oh, my God, I'm going to fight your ex. (laughs) So so, Life did that for you, it's okay. so, 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 you don't, you don't think that Barbies ever existed? No, 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 Here's what I think. Okay. Coach gives off huge galaxy brain Norman Bates vibes. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. She did exist. She was his wife. He killed her. He's keeping her dusty, <laughs> dusty corpse oh, somewhere totally yeah. inside yeah. that flat. Yeah, and in, like, yeah, well, oh, here, my God. The, well, the sign, mm. home is where the barb is. <laughs> So yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 I would not be surprised at all if Barb's body was, uh, dehydrating in that house somewhere. <laughs> well, what if, what if Barb is still alive, but she just, he, he won't let her go out in public anymore. So he made up the story. So nobody wonders why she's not there, but I mean, she's still at the house where I gotta go run a bath for Barb. <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, he, but that was to himself because I mean, he tells well, everybody no, he else. Said, he tells uh, everybody no else. Yeah. But, yeah. but he, I know he, he has got like the blank, vacant eyed <laughs> stare of a multiple right. murderer. As, oh, as yeah. soon as, as you soon know. as, as soon as Wayne says, mm. I could complain, but who'd listen. He just, he, his switch just like that. And he's like, Oh, Barb would instantaneous. <laughs> so, yeah. And then when, then yeah. when, when Wayne we brings get to talk to him, are you playing him like a serial killer? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, when 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 and when Wayne brings it back around, he's just like he changes his channel back to small talk. Yeah, <laughs> and he's yeah, like, oh. no, like you can see, he like physically has to shake it off. Right. So yeah, wait, Coach is a fucking serial killer, kids. <laughs> and, and and okay, so like this this series dropped on eleven October. And I literally stayed up all night and mainlined it from like 1 a.m. Pacific time to like 4 a.m. And after that, 
after watching this episode in particular, I was like, Coach is a serial killer. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers. <laughs> I could not sleep after that. Like, no. Yeah, I was I was just thinking you could do a you could do a coach cosplay and 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 carry around a skeleton with you or something. <laughs> right? Like a little like a mummy, yeah. like a rubber mummy in a nightdress. Yeah. Who's that? You know? Oh, that's Barb. <laughs> Barb. That's Barb. Or if you didn't, Barb. I mean, there's all, I mean, you could go non-serial killer way where he's just carrying around an urn that says Barb on it. <laughs> yeah. Woo. <clears throat> all right. What, what else we got after coach? Back at Modine's, mm-hmm. you know. Riley and Jonesy are trying to get pennies out of the ladies and they ask them to take their tarps off. Mm -hmm. And then like, they both have this like moment where they look at each other and I cannot tell if they're pleased or very displeased to be objectified like that. Like clearly they are very into the concept of flirting with ladies. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, having a conversation, flirting back and forth, that's one thing. But being objectified, mm-hmm. that like that maybe hits a little wrong for them. Yeah. It's I mean, you can tell the 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 awkwardness feeling on their faces. And that, you know, yeah. that, that, and, but I mean, even, even it's an awkward smile that they, they're putting forward. It's just like, they, we know we're doing this for Katie and we're just going to do it and we'll power through it. So. Yeah. But they're, they're like not pleased about being objectified. And this is like, so this is like honest to God character development mm-hmm. voice, you know, cause this is so different from like even last series in series six, they were fine. Mm-hmm. with or no i guess maybe not series six series five let's go series five they were fine with being objectified at that point and now they're not so like that's growth yeah 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 i mean they because they I think they're uncomfortable i don't think they're not fine with that i think there there's something in the back of their head saying this doesn't feel right they're, and so it's ter- they're in this moment starting to go maybe this isn't okay to be objectified yeah well because i think it goes it starts back with the shamrockettes right mm-hmm. of of them having girls i mean late girl not lady uh, women, women you know and then finally coming around to that and that's you know that that's that they practiced that mm-hmm. and worked with these women you know and until you know yeah. and, they, and then realized <laughs> i think that's kind of where they were starting to do the math and so like it's really filtering through right. now and, and so and yeah i see that and so i think and, and like i've been saying season seven is kind of a recap of everything mm-hmm. so i think a lot yeah. of this plays into that uh and how you know the boys have been objectifying you know the uh the the, the puck bunnies mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. you know and you know what a snipe and all that kind of stuff how that has been going on and now they're kind of They've not grown. only not only are they not getting the attention that they used to because they're not on a team, but they're starting to see things from the point of view of the other girls. Okay. Um, in the in the McMurray scene, I love that McMurray almost gets the greeting right. He's so close to getting it right. And Wayne's like, it's all good, we're gonna do it. And the the in the inane patter pitter patter or patter, what do you call it? Um banter 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 is the word uh that they have going back and forth it's not it doesn't feel as forced as it does with 
pretty much everybody else when he's trying to have that conversation. And then, of course, he ruins it. And there's like right up until that point, Wayne was like, oh, I'm having a conversation and it's a good conversation. And this feels, oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, so I just love no, that. Wayne definitely, yeah, it was, it was, he definitely tries to like impose some order on that conversation to make it go like his script says it. Uh-huh. Right. Because, oh. yeah, it's uh, for some, I don't know why. So, your terms are acceptable, and McMurray says, "So are my sperms." Right, and he's like, "God damn it!" We were almost at the end of the conversation. Like you could almost see, like Wayne's like crestfallen. Fuck, we almost got through an entire conversation without you making it weird. <laughs> I've had that conversation. I'm usually on the ruiner. <laughs> he is. McMurray's a fucking ruiner. Yep. Uh, I'm starting to feel sorry for him, though. I have to admit. <laughs> gotten to a point where i'm like he needs social skill lessons (laughs) very much Mm. at the farmhouse that last little bit there katie knows that she's lost and Mm. she can see it it's really apparent to her and wayne feels proud of himself because it's the first time he has ever beat her at one of these competitions Mm -hmm. and katie is a very competitive person Mm -hmm. right um, and so he feels justified in like in teasing her a little bit, not in a mean way, but just like, yeah, haha, I finally did it. You know, he's proud of himself. And Katie congratulates him. And I truly believe that she means every word of what she says mm-hmm. before she goes upstairs. And then that last little bit where she says, it's your year. I'm really proud of you. And then she goes upstairs. That is when Wayne twigs to it that she is desperately unhappy because she is such a competitive person. She she was trying not to be a poopy pants in front of Wayne about the situation, but he could still see that something was wrong and right. really bothering her. And like that's why he had yeah. kind of that confused face. Like, why is she? Oh, she's not happy. Like, you could just see it on his face where he's like, why did that not go the way that I thought it was going to go? And then it, like, dawns on him. Um, and Yeah, exactly. He says, well, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I no, say, like then, that. I say that a lot. <laughs> and then, like, so Wayne goes back to the kids' basement, right? Mm-hmm. And he knows that rolled is going to be staring at his arse the entire time. Absolutely. And even though it creeps him out and makes him feel uncomfortable, he is willing to subject himself to that yeah. just so he can give Katie the mother load. Yeah. And she'll call him a good boy. <laughs> yep. Like, he that is the extent, <clears throat> not like the limit, but he is willing to put himself through that to make himself that uncomfortable what is, just to make sure. Yeah. One of the things that, that you could, yeah. One of the things that you could take away from this episode is objectification of the fellas mm-hmm. and purposely trying to not objectify the women right? where, where it's being thrown Except at them. Except for just the, the boobs where they were like, are you objectifying me? No, no, I, what? No, no, no. But when the men are getting objectified, it's like, mm, so. 
So it's all, yeah. They, I like how they do twists on on that. Yeah. On, on those tropes. Wayne has always been shown explicitly to be deeply, deeply uncomfortable with being objectified. Like that is his worst pet peeve is being treated like an object and not a person. Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters who is doing it. Like if it had been yeah. Murray Fred creeping on him like that, it wouldn't have mattered. Or if it had been tennis, he's not comfortable with being treated as something that's not a person. Yeah. Um, but he's willing to do that to subject himself to that just to make Katie happy. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, and yeah, I, think... I just, oh, I'm sorry. That is true love. Yeah. Don't at me. Yeah. yeah I, well, I think also it's like, I, I wonder if there's some, you know, from an abandonment thought in his head about if I upset her, she might go away. So I have to do everything mm-hmm. that I'm going to do everything. And we still don't know what happened to his mom um, and dad. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know what happened. I mean, there's a lot of speculation. Of course. But it, no, it is true. It is true that Wayne does not have a lot of family. Yep. The the most that we get is Uncle Eddie. Right. A couple passing mentions of their father. But all Wayne and Katie have really is each other. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that it's abandonment per se, like not actively. Right. I mean, a I mean, a better right. can take, can, I mean, he's a band. If, if they passed away when he was young, let's just say, and that's, that's why he's got such mm-hmm. an affinity for uncle Eddie is that maybe uncle Eddie raised him. Uh, but you know, he mm-hmm. had such an affinity for him, but you know, it's an, it's a feeling of abandonment. You're, mm-hmm. You are abandoned, whether it's purposefully or not because when his parents died or yeah, yeah. assuming that's or what whatever happened. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, and I get that. Um, I also think that maybe Katie is feeling like Wayne is moving forward in his life and she is kind of staying in the same place. Mm. And that might feel to her like they're moving in two different directions, which adds like a, a layer on her saying this is really your year because this is the year that he got engaged True. and as far as they know at that point moving forward with that is going to be a big upset mm-hmm. yep yeah they uh um so i'm i'm wondering if maybe katie's feeling more influence from that than is due could be could very well be uh, i mean katie we don't really get into katie's psyche too much uh so I th- not uh, until recently but yeah. that's spoilers true very true <clears throat> i um i why i have one more that i kind of wanted to point well two more really um one when you were going over the synopsis you didn't talk about the scene <clears throat> in the church with glenn oh yeah and oh, um, yeah. taking glenn's load for the lord um <laughs> in the church in the church in, in right the here angels. in front of god and the angels <laughs> will you take my load i just that was such a good scene and i always always love those two in a scene together yeah. because Kiso is so good at that uncomfortableness and um um Jacob Tierney. Jacob Tierney is so good at that kind of like walking that fine line of grossness. Yeah. That it's it it just makes 
for me, the best parts of Letterkenny is when those two are, are on screen <coughs> together. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to bring up was Stuart was starting to get a little jealous of Rold flirting with Wayne. Uh. And like oh, made yeah. Roll stop talking, even though Roll wasn't done. Now I can smell that you are like kind of trying to insult him at the end. They're like, I can't believe you just did that right in front of me. Like that's what it felt like to me. So I just wanted to to point that out because that was to me <clears throat> that showed that you know Stuart. It isn't just a I know that he follows me around because he's in love with me kind of thing. That there's definitely kind of a unresolved, ununderstood relationship there, maybe even between both of them, like mm. amongst them. Well, also you got to think that Stuart's still in love with Katie. Mm -hmm. And being that Wayne is the brother, she, he's got to make, he can't lose face in front in, uh, in front of Wayne. That's what I, I think that's but also a I don't a think that was losing face. It was rolled just being, doing sexual innuendos on things yeah. that Wayne could do to get the, get the pennies. Yeah. It had nothing to do with Stuart. Yeah. Stuart did not like that Rold was flirting with Wayne yeah. and wanted to put a stop to it. So that was, that was just what I yeah. saw there. Yeah. So let's do two more final thoughts from each one final thought from each of you, or do you have anything else? I don't have anything. Okay. I just, the way they smile at each other at the end of the episode is like pure sweetness. I think I have fucking cavities. <laughs> my last, like my final, final thought is how well do we think this episode is going to age What with like the pretty blatant idolization of Don Cherry yeah. and especially all the things that happened right after this episode aired. Well, I, I like how they were like, you know, some people don't, <laughs> don't really like Don Cherry, so maybe change the name. And Wayne's like, ah, sometimes he's saying it, what it yeah. is, and sometimes it's uh, the United Wayne. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I think that they... they I think they realize that and they, this is kind of how they deal with it. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's the, the, the end result, like they said at the end result that all the, the, the aminals were going <laughs> to do the, get the yeah, best. No, out and I love Dan for saying aminals. That's, <laughs> that's just so fucking cute. Um, I don't know, man. Like, so the reason Don Cherry got fired was basically just for being like a huge racist. Yeah which I agree with. He is. I just, and I respect that Jared Kizzo has certain feelings about hockey mm -hmm. as a sport as she is played, but I don't think this episode is going to age well Possibly. because they go out of their way to kind of put Cherry on a pedestal that he does not deserve. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that, it's because he's been around in it so long with his flamboyance and all that stuff that he, he gets so much recognition. So I, yeah, and I agree, you know, that, uh, and I don't know if anything else is going to happen with that. Uh, you know, I don't imagine him getting his job back. I think it's just easier at this point in time of, of, uh, of our, of the general wokeness of everybody <laughs> that, that it's time to move forward. And this, there were there, there, while you can, uh, applaud the person for their actions on with that with the with the athleticism of everything because yeah there's if you look at all the at the athletes from prior years yeah there's a lot of fucking racism that has oh yeah has been blatant has blatantly gone on i'm not saying it's a way at all but you know there's been an there's still enough old guys around to pass that down so 
it's uh yeah it's i but i i, I like the i like the direction that we're heading it, feel, it feels like we're 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 slowly getting better if we can get through this yes. apocalypse so how about we uh, do something fun right now? Yes, please. Yeah. How about a little? Let's uh, do that. Ah, uh, yeah. Fuck right. fight, Ferda. How many people is Tiara Furdaing today? So, so, so as I like to say up top, this is our version of fuck, Mary kill. We don't like to kill anyone, and we're not necessarily in an, uh, any hurry to get married to anybody here. So. Uh, we're gonna fuck them or we're gonna fight them or we'll be their buddies yeah so that's uh that's where we are so let's start off like we do with wayne would you like to take wayne's load <laughs> absolutely wait though no, hold on um i know murray fred does not appear in this episode but are we considering them as a unit well well you mean like are they a couple because we a unit would be like Riley and Jonesy, but yeah. with this we can say you know if they were to um, if, ignore the rules yeah, of monogamy say, for a if, moment, if if, <laughs> if yeah, because well we know how how Wayne feels, yes, but we can Wayne all, is definitely a one partner dude, yes. Um, but let's just say he, we can say that for the instances of this game, that everyone was consenting. Yeah, I like that too because then I'm not qualifying every time that I do not have the parts that rolled once, but I still yeah. want rolled. Yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah, I'm gonna say fuck. All right. Wayne cracked yeah, me up so much in this one. You know me, making me laugh is the way to my pants, and he cracked me up. Yeah, with the too much fun thing, I definitely get like a heavy vibe that that is something that Jared actually does when he's like this close to choking someone out. Like, he's at his threshold for what he can deal with, so he decides it's just too much fun. Yep. Yep. And I can vibe with that. It's like, I was just watching Heather's the other day, and uh, Veronica is like, yeah, you're beautiful, which means, God, you are a fucking asshole. Like, it's that kind of thing where it's like, <laughs> you say something that sounds kind of nice, but really it means, I am so done with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Derry. Ferda. I can't, I can't off the top of my head really think of much that sticks out yeah. dairy-wise, this one. Mm-hmm. Except he, he proposed who's the boss, so. He did, he did. <laughs> that, was, that was clever. I am definitely a very sexual being. Uh, so I'm going to fuck dairy because, like, I always kind of low-key want to fuck dairy. <laughs> okay. And he didn't do anything specifically to turn me off in this episode. So, yeah, it's a fuck. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right, cool. Miss Katie's? Fuck. I'd, I'd, I'd fuck Katie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd fuck Katie. That doesn't happen too often, but. No, it doesn't. Yeah. She's no, very I know. Cute, it's and a she was trying to do the right thing. And, and the look on her face when she knew she was losing but didn't want to disappoint her brother was just like, I, I know that feeling yeah. so much. And I yeah. just wanted to, like, just kind of wanted to walk upstairs with her and older and make her feel better yeah yeah and go from there uh, and like <laughs> like i i do i love that competitive drive that she has mm-hmm. you know she is a very competitive person and this kind of doubles down on that from the spelling bee episode um like you were saying earlier dean that um we're rehashing certain points mm-hmm. but like She's very straightforward about this competition. She she 
has a goal and she just straight goes for it. And I admire that. Yeah. Daniel. I'm always going to fur to Dan. You're always going to fur to Dan? Yeah, I am always going to fur to Dan. I think I'm like how you were with Derry. I I think I would always fuck Dan unless he did something that like pissed you off. P- yeah, just made made me feel yeah. gross or something. Yeah. So, and he doesn't really do anything in this one to like. Oh fuck! Yeah. All right. Yeah. Why not? Good for you. Yeah. As the Bible says, let your fuck be fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it does not. Okay. <laughs> I, this is my translation. Uh, uh, Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't done anything that makes me want to fight him except for making Wayne uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say Ferda because I have been friends with so many beautiful, lovely gay people who tended to hyperfixate on not gay people and mm. I like I know that experience myself too. So yeah, I I feel like Glenn really needs a friend to help him find somebody who's more appropriate to obsess about <laughs> because Wayne's never going to never going to go there. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, like even if as I think Wayne is by, he's never going to be into Glenn. Because uh, Glenn is just way too aggressive with that, and that yeah. makes him way too uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm always 50-50 on whether to fight or fur to Glenn. So, I mean, uh, given that you've already said fur to, I'm going to fight him because he <laughs> knows at this point that what he's doing is going to make Wayne uncomfortable. He knows that he has to know that he needs a short, sharp shock up the back of the head. (laughs) I like that. You can think Pink Floyd. What about Jim Dickens? I will fuck Jim. You know, yeah, he needs to get laid and I, I, I volunteer his tribute. All right. For my sister, I will climb him like a telephone pole. (laughs) I will do that. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) I'm not going to lie, lads. He dead ass looks like my husband. So that's a fuck. All right. Yeah, totally. All right, then. Stuart. I'm always down to smack the fuck out of Stuart. But that being said, that being said, he was a total bro to Wayne and bailed him out in the butt basement situation. I'll fur to him. All right. Yeah, I'm a fur to. Okay. Roldy. Mm, what? <laughs> Roldan needs to get laid. Okay. Like, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Like, no yeah, qualifications Roldan on that one. Yeah, desperately needs to get laid. Right. No qualifications on that. I find him an adorable little ball of something, and I would fuck him. Manic pixie dream twink. <laughs> exactly. No, Roldan is thirsty as fuck, and yeah. I'd peg him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Gaylor. Gale Force. I'm always down to fuck Gale. Mm, Ferda on this one. I don't, nothing's really like jumping. All right. Bonnie McMurray then. Same. She's very Gale in Ferda. this episode. Okay. I, I'm always Ferda for Bonnie because she is so much younger and I am not okay with 
Yeah. She is definitely, but she has definitely gotten grown up. She's yeah. She's now a grown yeah. up. Yeah. But that doesn't make her. No, no, no. Like no, I, but anyone I, under the age of thirty is like twelve to me. So I'm just happy that yeah. they've. I'm just happy that they've grown her character. Yes, me too. I'm really happy that she's not just yes. the pretty thing yeah. that everyone's like. Just, <sighs> just the well, you know, not only and, that, just being this the 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 fawning little mm-hmm. teen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm pleased with the way that she is starting to emulate because Gail is a very self assured character. That is something that I'm glad that Bonnie has decided to emulate. Yeah, but she is still way the fuck too young. So <laughs> for now, yeah. all right, McMurray. He was so close to getting it. He was so, so close. close. He just he needs that social skills training. Yeah. Ferda. Ferda, yes. Right. Riley and Jonesy. Ferda. They're going to have a lot of feelings they need to work through after realizing they did not like what was happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Definitely Ferda, Riley and Jonesy. And the last, the girls. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, it's kind of hurt because, like, Julia Burton's cute and shit, but I really wish that I knew her friends' names. Like, I, I have big, I have a problem with fucking people who I don't know their names. And these, and these have all, these are the gym babes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. No, no, they're are different they? than the gym babes. Oh, what? Because I, I know her from. She's been in another episode. I thought she was in the, in the gym, uh, at one point. No, these are like completely different babes than we've ever seen before. Okay. I and thought, they're not the ones. Because I, I feel like. But I've... if Wayne's going around to friends and neighbors that he knows. Yeah. I feel like they have right, to. Right, but they were at before. her house. Yeah. They're not at his house. Right, right. But her. So, like, they're her? her friends. But how does Wayne the know her? her? Wayne knows her because. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, so this is hard to just. Uh, because. She's Jay Burton's wife. Right. Yeah. So that's why she got a part in right. this. Right. But but and uh, but she she's... is definitely a gym babe, but she is not the only gym babe. No, 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 there no, are no, like no. six yeah. gym babes. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I mean I mean she but that's kind of where before this, that's where I know her from is from the gym. She says her name is Mia Sophia. And then the gym babes in the next series are Bianca and Allie. So that's not her. Well, Mia, so we have me. It, me yeah. So because Mia Sophia was the, was the last episode. Yeah. Was so, a nut. Right. Yeah. So anyway, regardless, are you fucking Ferda or fighting? I'll Ferda because they're hot, but they haven't. Mm. Yeah. Ferda. Right. I don't. Okay. There's no substance to their character yet, and I don't. You know me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very rarely so am I going to fuck without substance. <laughs> that's uh, and that well. There you go. That's uh, and that's. I didn't put Tyson and Joy because they didn't talk at all in this episode. They no, only they brought out their bags of pennies. Inside. Um. Yeah. I don't think I. I don't. Still so cute. I don't think there's anybody else that I missed. No, I don't think. No, so. no, I, no, I think that's unless it. you mean the other skids, but. Yeah, well, they, they yeah. don't. They don't say anything. They don't say anything. <laughs> when rolled hisses at at the one that was behind the curtain, though, Darian. didn't mention that when we were talking. That was so. I love that scene. <laughs> that little part where he opens it and it's like, oh my god! I was like, I fucking love rolled. <laughs> god damn it! Okay. 
All right. So yeah, this. So I, <laughs> you know, in the end, I think this is a lot of rehashing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of of prior seasons. Th- uh, Tropes, it's a lot of showing the bonds the, between them, the traditions yeah. that they carry, so, and why they're important. Right. This yeah. is, so big catch-up season. Uh, yeah. I, so that's what I'm seeing so far here. Um, so I, I, with with a mix of new. So uh, so it's kind of like the the premise of the, at the top is that you can't just do the same things with the old characters. You got to change it up. So yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what a lot of yeah, this is. I think- I think that was probably a very deliberate, like, hey, pay attention to this because this is what we're doing. Exactly. We're going to rehash some themes that you really haven't been getting. <laughs> we want to make sure that you're getting. Right. Yeah. For, for for the old folks and then for the new folks who haven't, uh, you know, maybe they're going to start now. So and we can start them right here. This is this will be a good starter episode. Kind of like our recap episodes you you don't have to necessarily listen to each one individually if you listen to our 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 end of season recaps you can get a good jump on things and then jump back in with us and if then if you want to go back and re-listen fine as many times as you want so yes <laughs> you must subscribe you want to hear me be a complete weirdo and idiot Woo! The, we've reached the platinum age of podcasting you must subscribe <laughs> Can we do that with the Hard Rage A episode? Because I feel like there are way too many people on fucking Reddit who did not get the fucking point. Uh, oh, fuck, right? Yeah, how many how many uh, Hard Right Js think that they're Wayne? Mm-hmm. So. I, I feel like that's a recurring thing right there. That totally. Thinking, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, have you, have you guys seen that JPEG of, like, the guy on the rocket with, like, the point and the circle oh, and yeah. says, this is you, and then the guy on the rocket going overhead. Yeah. <laughs> missed the point. Yep. Entirely. Right. Like, ballistically missed the point. And by the way, if you're out there making memes and putting, like, guns in the hands of Letterkenny characters and things like that, stop it. You're fucking it. wrong. Stop it. You're a fucking yeah. American, and I know that because you're the only fucking people that would do that because everyone else in the world does not worship them the way that you do. Stop it. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> that was my final thought. I'm not, but so- okay, I'll take the clue. But yeah. That was my final thought. <laughs> what sort of fucking backwards pageantry is that? Right? <laughs> exactly. That's what Wayne would say. So any other final thoughts before we sign off? Are we good? Are we good here? I'm good. I think we're good. All right. Good boy. Good. That's a good boy. Good boy. All right. So uh, you're a good boy. <laughs> so uh, we will see you next week with W's Talk Baby with our. Uh, this will be our second time with Jake Whitco from Wrestlethon. Cool. He'll be on there. So uh, so uh, you DJs take care of yourself. Wash your hands. Stay the fuck home, and we'll see you next week. Wash your fucking hands. Stay right. safe. We love you.
Thanks for listening to this episode of How Are You Now? Uh, we want to give a huge shout out to our good friend and uh, longtime compatriot, Awesome, for joining us today. We also want to give a shout out to uh, to Finding Freedom, who has uh, this has been their second time on the program now, and we love their music. You can find them on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, and on YouTube. Um, you can also reach their website at www.officialfindingfreedom.com. They are from Greenville, South Carolina. So uh, big shout out to them. And uh, we, like I said, we'll see you guys next week for our next episode. Take care now. Well, this room shall smell